0: Love, talk
1: Radio. I'm Adam Hogan. I'm
2: 18, a senior at Rockwall High School. And I'll be attending UTD next fall. Uh, I'm Greg Nelson. I'm a senior at Rockwall High School. I'll attend college. <laughs> 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 I'm Caleb Hale. I'm a sophomore at Rockwall High School. I'm Sarah Meacham. I go to Rockwall. I'm a senior, and I'll be attending Texas A&M University Corpus Christi. I'm Sarah Hall. I'm a senior at Rockwell High School, and next year I'll be attending Texas m
3: I'm Wally Hoagland. I'm from Rowlett, Texas, and I'm a graduate already of East Texas State University, and I have no more school in my future. Thanks. That.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: Brandon Hoagland.
4: I attend Rockwall High School.
5: We are on the journey with Neville
4: D'Angelo. I'm your host, Neville D'Angelo. And I am a student athlete,
5: Brandon Hoagland. Welcome. On the journey, we meet fascinating people with novel solutions to life's tricky little problems. And we play a few games too, right? <laughs> yep. We track the remarkable heroes and unforgettable characters of three classic books: A Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet, A Time to Begin Again. All of which you can find on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. <laughs>
2: today is a great
4: day all just back from regionals uh, with the Rockwall High School tennis team. We have coach Lana Fulkerson with us. I'm privileged to have her on the program and we're going to spend some time to get to know her and get to know her program. Later we'll be meeting with the team and with one of the champions, Brandon Hoagland. You all know Brandon Hoagland on the program. He's been here before. He is both our student athlete and poet and we have his proud dad as well with us so we have a full group uh, around the mic today but right now let's just get a chance to meet uh, uh, coach Lana Falkerson. Coach how are you feeling today?
6: Oh great, great, very excited, very excited. Uh, you want to tell that us is. why
4: are you so excited?
6: Well uh, my player Brandon Hoagland has made it to the state playoffs and we are very excited and it's Probably the first of, in a very long time, mm-hmm. from Rockwall to mm-hmm. go to the state playoffs. So we're very excited.
4: And I'm guessing the the rest of the administration, school administration and the teachers are all Yes, they're very
6: excited. I've received numerous emails congratulating him and they're very excited for him. Tell us a
4: little bit about yourself before we talk about your program.
6: I came to Rockwall six years ago. Um, coming from Arlington as a head tennis coach from there. I was there for six years, so I've been coaching for 12. But mm. finally uh, got the opportunity to be the coach at Rockwell High School. Um, actually was coming to be the assistant to kind of take a leave after I had my kids. Mm-hmm. But um, that, I uh, think the good Lord had a different plan for me. <laughs> and I ended up the head coach again, So, which is great. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but I was there to take over a program that was already well built, mm-hmm. in in a way, um, but was able to form it and give it some direction, and now we have excelled it into yeah. a great program. Well,
4: I, I certainly would want to talk to you about how you move a program from good to great and uh, you mm-hmm. know what that program is like. Uh, but you said that you were coaching six years before you joined Rockwell. What brought you into coaching?
6: Um, Actually, my entire family. We're a big tennis family. um, My personal family. uh, And I just grew up playing and actually my college coach really turned me on to it. So, I get a little emotional about that. Uh, So, we won't go there. But uh, she really struck the passion for mm. me to really teach it. But, I mean, I grew up playing it my entire life. And mm. so I Are you from felt Texas? I am. Uh, born and raised in Corpus Christi mm. and started playing at the age of eight and mm. then competitively really took into it. Mm-hmm. Played about ten and then had to make my choice of all the other sports and stuck with tennis and mm. um, ended up uh, playing Texas tennis just like all the kids do, USTA mm. and um, Ended up playing for McLennan Junior College for two years, got a full ride there, and then uh, transferred over to Sam Houston State and finished out my playing there.
4: Good, good. So, so uh, tennis, of course, uh, uh, on Rise Sports, tennis is one of our favorite sports uh, because we believe it's not only a sport for life, oh. but it offers a lot of things uh, well, uh, to, to each person. Talk oh. to us a little bit about
6: that. Oh, I, I think it builds so much for just not the sport, but for life in general. I mean, builds character. I mean, it teaches you work ethics and just how to move on and meet people and be social and I just think it's a good, a good thing to take away with it. I mean, it just doesn't teach you that. It teaches you life, life lessons and, and how to deal with situations.
4: How would you talk to a new parent who would come to you and say, hey, should my child go into this program?
6: Well, from my point of view, I think they all should play tennis, uh, but I mean it's just it's a lifelong sport that you can take with you through ever. My dad's 70 years old and he's still playing. Mm-hmm. And but as a new kid, it gives you so much variety. We're a no-cut program, mm-hmm. so I want to give those kids a chance to learn a sport so that they can go out and take it on when they graduate and just go be able to socialize and meet new people.
4: When we, when we return, we will yeah. talk okay, to Coach Lena. Uh, about Rockwell uh, High School's tennis program. You are on the journey with Coach Lana Falkerson and the Rockwell Yellow Jackets. I am your host, Neville D'Angelo. The standing question today is... How is your conditioning? What is the state of your body and your mind? You'll find more information, references and sources in our two blogs. If you're an athlete, perhaps you'd want to check out our sports blog for more about becoming and being a supreme athlete. That blog is riosports.blogspot.com. Again, you can find it at riosports, that is spelled R-Y-O-S-P-O-R-T-S, riosports.blogspot.com. Perhaps you might want to select the post entitled, Games Men Play, or The Toughest Ask on Earth, or... The finely tuned athlete, but there are several posts and pages that you can select from. If you're not an athlete and you're following us on the journey, you can also check out the journey's blog at matchboxmystery.wordpress.com. I'll repeat that: matchboxmystery is one word. Matchbox mystery dot dot com and there you can also select from a set of posts perhaps games men play or my life is peachy however there are several posts that you also can enjoy enjoy Well, we're back with uh, Coach Lana. Could you tell us about your specific program? Describe it to us, and what is it that you guys do?
6: Uh, our program consists of three JV teams and a varsity team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have about 75 to 80 players in the program now. Mm-hmm. And um, we are – the JV-2 is in the mornings, and then JV-3 is my beginners, mm-hmm. the fun basic fundamentals. And then seventh period is our um, – advanced our varsity and our top JV players. And we do anything from conditioning we condition. They warm up, and then we start live points, and we drill, mm. and then we condition after. And that's basically our routine off-season. Um, we have, I would say, about a two-and-a-half, three-week window of off-season where we lift. Um, we have done swimming in the past a little bit of swimming but we were unable to use the pool this year mm-hmm. uh, but we do lift at the natatorium which is right next to us and we do sprint work and track work and um, and then we get back ready for the spring season and it's just it's a year round so it's they have that three week period and then we go back till May as we can tell we're we're going through May mm-hmm. now um, which is great You couldn't be more proud to keep them as long as you can uh, but it's it's a pretty grueling. I mean, they had their little burnout moments, right. but they've kind of got to flip the switch again and kind of remember why they do it. Right. And
4: now you did mention we have a lot of folks who are in other sports or not in sports at all. Tell us what is JD and what is varsity?
6: Um, varsity is your top. It's hmm. your lead of the lead, and then your junior varsity is your sub varsity, and that's what they're all fighting to get to Into that varsity var- spot. Varsity, right. Yes.
4: Now, one of the things, uh, when we were coming over here for this program, I was talking a little bit with Mr. Hoogland, and one of the things that he mentioned, he having been a football player, Mm -hmm. uh, is how uh, many athletes don't realize how athletic and how um, grueling a sport tennis is when you want to get to elite level and the amount of work that you have to put in in order to participate. Be good. Can you talk to us about that?
6: Yes, it it is. You know, some it it takes not just practice at the school, but it Mm. takes out of practice time. I mean, it's it's a good five hours a day. I mean, literally. So if you go from three to five, and you're going to go from five to eight when you're done, or five thirty to eight thirty. I know I did it myself. So it 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 takes. You just can't do that hour and a half and expect to. Improve. Right. I mean, or just or you'll just say sad if you won't really increase your level of play. I'll put it that way. But um, it takes it's a lot of dedication. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot of selfishness. <laughs> I mean, really. So, good, but, good selfishness over there. Like. Yes, very very good <laughs> selfishness. But I mean, it's it's got to be you. I mean, right. you can if you can delegate your time, mm-hmm. you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can you can have your social life and you can be competitive. But it's just how you how you divvy it up. Okay.
4: Well, let's get a chance uh, to talk to uh, your champion, Brandon yes. Hoagland, uh, then we're going to meet some of his uh, teammates and his par- parents, and then we'll come back to you, is that okay? Sounds good. Well, Brandon, we're glad that you're back on the program. Talk to us about your match today.
5: Well it was uh it was a very tough match. It was a very close match. Um it was uh I had to I had to fight for every point. Every point um you know, almost every game went to deuce and on, on, on some games we had twelve or thirteen deuces. So um staying focused was a very um high challenge for me and um you know, I did the best I could. I lost. It was a very close match, so uh, it could have gone either way. I had um, I had a couple of injuries, small but minor. Um, I don't I don't think they played a big role in in the in the match because Jordan played played his heart out. I played my heart out, and we uh, you know whatever happened happened. He ended up on top, and and he deserved it. And uh, I'll you know I'll I'll do my best. In the state, and um you know, I thought we had a really great match
4: well now you are looking forward to going to state, so you must be incredibly happy now that oh yes
5: i'm I'm very happy
4: All right. uh state will be in Austin, yes, and when will that be uh may the thirtieth okay, good, good well, we're
5: April thirtieth sorry it,
4: it is april 30th. <laughs> april 30th. Um, Brandon has <laughs> not so long come off of the court. Uh, playing a grueling match. So let, we'll forgive his brains for dates. <laughs> right. no, no. So in about two weeks' time, April 30th, uh, he'll be back on court uh, dueling with a number of the other players from around the state. And we look forward uh, to being there with, with him. Anything else you want to share with us, uh, Brandon? Well, we're going to ask his dad to join in now. His dad is a... Proud daddy at this moment. Actually,
5: can I say one more thing? Sure, sure. JF&D, jacket fight never dies.
4: <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 uh, tell, us, uh, tell us about that. What's jf
5: That's our, uh, JF&D is our, is, our, is our team motto. Oh.
4: Um,
5: you never give up. And um, I always fight, not only for myself, but, f- but for my teammates. And I want to honor them and show them the utmost respect by um by never giving up and um
2: and to always keep fighting so jfnd god bless america
4: well mr hoagland yes proud father yes
2: your
3: son is going to be going to the state yes, tell really. us what does that feel like oh that feels great it feels wonderful i'm happy for him now uh, why do you keep him in tennis why do i keep him in tennis yeah yeah well that that story goes back a long time ago i mean brandon has been on a tennis court since he was three years old Mm -hmm. and uh he's been taking that journey for a long time now to be very frank i wasn't really sure if he'd burn out by now but the fact is he hasn't he's been going and he's just seems like he's charged all the time to want to raise the level of his game so i'm very proud of him and i'm happy for him i'm sure he's happy too that he's Made it to the level of state, and, mm-hmm. and he's got other, of course, goals that he wants to look into. But uh, I'm, I'm happy for him.
4: Well, earlier you and I were talking. We we're talking about how grueling a sport it is. Beautiful, but grueling
3: sport. Yes. Tell us about how you get him ready for these matches. Well, Brandon does a very large amount of weightlifting. He's in the weight room on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. uh, trying to develop uh, his muscles, and and really. The thing that I understood that most high level players understand is this is to prevent injury more than anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, it will strengthen him, it will make him stronger and he's also out on the track field a lot uh, having to do a, a tremendous amount of cardiovascular workout. Mm-hmm. So he does that and uh, he does a lot of running constantly and in, in, in the weightlifting so he's, he's very busy physically uh, trying to maintain uh, his body so that he can stay in the sport and I don't think many people... And I was discussing this with you about football players. Because, see, a lot of football players really don't have the respect Mm -hmm. about tennis and understand how grueling it is physically and demanding it is. Mm -hmm. And I dare say I would put up practically any tennis player against a football player cardiovascular-wise. Mm-hmm. because they would be having their tongue hanging out compared to what, what a lot of the tennis players have to go through. Right, right. Because it, it's tough. Yeah. And, uh, but I have a tremendous respect for the game now that I see uh, the what they have to endure to go through. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Brandon's coaches have instructed him in certain areas that they felt he needed to go. To, mm-hmm. If he was wanting to get to the objectives that he wanted to go to, mm-hmm. like college and things of that nature, that he would have to really get his body in a fine-tuned shape mm-hmm. if he was going to get to that level. Right. So yeah, and he's he's worked very hard at that. He's he's very dedicated to it. He surprises me. I mean because I mean I don't remember ever working that hard as he does.
4: And he's certainly in a fine-tuned state for a person who sees a lot of Brandon uh, games or a lot of his matches. I can tell you a lot of people
3: uh, are very surprised with how much he can endure. Yeah, and, he can yeah. he can he can go he can stay in a match and, and endure. He's in pretty good physical condition. He knew. We knew all along as, as uh, his coaches have tried to tell him that if he's going to play this sport at a high level, mm-hmm. you've got to be in top-level cardiovascular condition. You can't you know, be halfway about it. You've got to uh, really be in top shape to play at the top level, Great. especially okay. if you get in that third set. Yep. You know what <laughs> I mean, going to make the difference. Yeah.
4: Well, uh, uh, thank you so much. Brandon is a, a junior at Rockville High School. We're going to talk to some of his uh, senior teammates who are heading off to college, and they're going to tell us about how this sport is uh, to them. We'll be right back. I have also with me two number one college-level players. One, former number one, currently about to graduate, the other currently playing number one. And after we meet uh, Brandon's team, they will share with us what it took for them to rise to the level of number one for their teams. I want to encourage you, if you're an athlete, to check out The Hunk I Dreamed. The Five Essentials of an Elite Player. And The rat and the Alley cat. How to get there. These are two quick read uh, books that you can have on your iPhone or your iPad and reference as often as would be necessary. Let's meet the Yellow Jackets.
1: I'm Adam Hogan, a senior at Rockwall High School. Um, the reason I play tennis is because um, in my lifestyle I don't get much of an opportunity to get out and get physically active. So I chose to play tennis, and at first that was all it was, but I've grown really fond of the sport, and I've gotten more competitive in it the longer that I've continued to play. Um, I love doing it. I want to keep doing it the rest of my life as long as I'm physically able to. Uh, It's provided a a form of competitiveness as well that I didn't have before I got into it. Um, The drive to get out there and win, (laughs) even if it takes a little more effort than I first intended to put in there. But um, and the level of mental toughness that it that it builds in your character is astounding.
2: Kit, Kit, uh, I'm Greg Nelson. I'm a senior at Rockwell High School too. The reason I started playing tennis is because my mom wanted me to. And at first, I didn't enjoy it, but slowly as the years went on, mm-hmm. I grew fond of it, you know, more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, tennis for me has been a a way to just focus my anger sometimes or my happiness or whatever I'm feeling that day. It's just get out there in the court and let it all loose. It's Just made me more relaxed and an enjoyable person, I'd say. Good. Good. I'm Sarah Meacham and I really enjoy getting to meet the team and exercising is a big thing. Um, yes. I don't really know what to say. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: um,
2: Um, I'm Sarah Hall. Um, I originally started playing tennis because my dad wanted me to, and um, I played for four years now, and it was fun, it was tough, but I guess it was worth it all in the end, and I'm a senior in varsity, and I'm sad now it's over, but it was good. Okay, we have a sophomore with us. Go ahead. I'm Caleb Hale, and I'm a sophomore at Rockwall. And I started playing tennis because my dad wanted me to. And but I really like playing for the high school. Uh, it's a lot better than once you get out of middle school. A lot more friends, and uh, I like getting to miss school, play all day, be with my friends.
4: Okay. Well, you've got two more years at, at least. Yes, sir. Well, we hope it's two years. You're mm. not going to be there for another four, are you? No, no. <laughs> I know. I am not. All right. You've probably met these two student athletes on the journey before, or at least heard them. They have stopped by several times. They are Gaston Quadranti from Argentina and David Costa from Spain. Let's find out from them what kind of training it took for them to uh, raise their level to become the number one playing players of their teams. Let's start with Gaston.
0: Uh, since I am uh, since I am 14 years old, I'm like uh, doing conditioning like four times a week uh, and lifting almost every day because. Uh, when I when I was under 14, I figured out that I was playing too much tennis and I was not working in conditioning at all, and most of the guys were in good shape, or that was the difference. The, I, that was the problem that I was having when I was losing the matches, that the guys were in better shape than me, so I figured out that conditioning was a big part of tennis, and I started to work on it. and. When I was in my best shape, it was when I w- when I got my best results. So, from that from that day on, I just kept on working on him, and I I realized that they were as important as the tennis practice itself is.
4: So your conditioning, what all was involved in getting conditioned?
0: Like uh, running, sometimes biking, uh, lifting. Lifting is really important too because upper body I mean you don't need to be huge upper body but it has to be strong you know so you mature you don't get injured and stuff
7: David what about you? Uh, me when when I got 14 I got a scholarship in Barcelona to to practice tennis and and when I got there I was I was not in not in good shape but I but I played really good tennis so that's what kept me like from being like like the second best in the country or the third best, but there was a level that when you get like around like 16, 17, you you, you make your change from being like a kid, you know, to mm. being more to grow up more like a man. Mm. So if in that stage like you don't do like good conditioning and like the older you get, the harder the matches and tougher are gonna be, you know. Mm. So you have to be well prepared in in many different ways, but especially conditioning.
4: So how did you, what preparations did you make to become well conditioned?
7: The year I best played tennis, I did a lot of uh, work, footwork in the court.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: You know, like, for example, like, like really like short distances,
4: mm-hmm.
7: but a lot in, in the court. Mm-hmm. You know, with medicine balls, mm-hmm. with, um, you know, like exercises with balls, with medicine balls, like reactions, short sprints. Mm-hmm. So you go way better. And then also uh, in the gym, like lifting. Mm-hmm. So so do you go
4: along with what Tonga says, that you need to be strong, and necessarily big and muscular?
7: Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be big and muscular, you just like need to be like strong, have a good core, have good legs, you know, and stretch really well after every match and just take care of yourself.
4: Right. Now explain to us, uh, when you say
7: have a good core. What do you mean? A good core doesn't need to be like a six-pack. It needs to be strong. It needs to be a core where. No, but but tell the audience what is your core. Describe your core to them. My personal core or or the. What
0: is the core itself?
7: A core okay. is just the abdominal part. Mm-hmm. It's the. Uh, you know a good a good core means like good abs. Have to like be like have strong abs. No, it's no good abs, they don't have to look good. Means that it has to strong. be strong. Yeah, strong. That's what I'm saying. Good abs, strong abs. That doesn't have like right. yeah. And you need to be strong. For example, there are players out there in the ATP which I'm pretty sure they don't have like <clears throat> all of their abdominals, you know, like 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 a six pack. But for sure, they're, they're, like, strong. Guys like Isner, Tip no one to talk about in Albandian. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're just, like, very strong. They're just, like, really strong. So, yeah.
4: Good. Well, I appreciate your input. Thanks a lot.
7: Yeah, of course.
4: Basic fitness for any athlete involves preparation in four areas. Strength, Speed, stamina, and flexibility. In our sports blog, we've broken those four into nine fitness elements, of which cardiac respiratory abilities are pivotal because these enhance all the other components of the conditioning equation. Check it out. On the blog, you'll also find our interview with our regional gold medalist. What is the condition of your body and your mind? Okay, Coach Lana, this was a successful year, as we mentioned at the beginning. Talk to us about that. Uh,
6: We started off um, August, the second week of August, uh, playing this this year, and we went undefeated up until Highland Park, Mm -hmm. and um, we went, uh, I guess, with two losses with Highland Park and McKinney North and we got our state ranking up into the top 18. We were in the top 25 in the state of Texas this Good. year, which was amazing. Um, and just to end it this way, as having one of our players go to state, mm-hmm. is just an even more eventful year for not just the seniors, but for the entire team, and for Brandon.
4: So Brandon, what's are your thoughts? Heading to state now. Well, I uh, hopefully I'll, I won't have to Endure too much. That <laughs> you will have to endure a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Coach Lena Fulkerson, Rockwall Yellow Jackets, Mr. Hoagland, Gaston, and David, thank you for joining me on the journey. I wish you all continued success.
2: Daddy. Daddy. God bless America. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you.